There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence in all sorts. Listener's discretion is advised. from our end. I am asking President Duterte to investigate this and Senate of the Philippines. Ma'am, gusto niyo magpalipat daw? Do you fear for your life now? Yes, please, huwag niyo kami iwan. Ano po yung panawagan niyo kay President, ma'am? Tingnan niya maigi. Kilala niya ang papa ko. Ano po? Kilala niya ang papa ko. You ask for the assignments uh, later. Namatay ang mayor doon. You ask for another assignment sa Osamis, namatay ang mayor doon. Si Parahino. Ngayon gusto mo sa Iloilo kasi si Mabilog has been identified as a protector mayor. Mabuhi ka siya. I cannot really maybe pinpoint, but this is one thing I can tell you. Mga tao, number one, hindi siguro ingit kasi hindi man ako pugi. <laughs> uh, greedy, a great kind of person, number one, politicians talaga. There's a failure of intelligence. A handful of legislators opened an inquiry into Espinosa's death in Manila. Jovi attended. It ended inconclusively days later. As Jovi left the hall, he received a call from a PNP director. Jovi, the voice crackled. I will assign you in Ozamis. On December 8, 2016, Chief Inspector Jovi Espinido announced his transfer to Ozamis City. In a text message, Espinido said, Please kindly include me in your prayers for my new assignment in Ozamis City, Misamis Occidental, Region 10. Ozamis City was disorganized. It was filthy and trash piled on almost every street corner. Cars were parked disorderly. Squatting was prevalent. The downtown was hush and dusty, as if they were preparing for a war. But the situation is clear for Espinido. The business was dead. The Parohinogs had killed Ozamis. And he has one mission to fulfill. As he said, quote, My mission in Ozamis City is to get the Parohinogs who were reportedly one of the biggest drug lords in Mindanao. Unquote. The apparent paradox of the Parohinog's notoriety and popularity does not exist in a vacuum. It traces its way back to the Kuratong Baleleng, a vigilante group led by their patriarch, Octavio Oncoy Sr. 
Kuratong Baliling was organized in 1986 to suppress communist insurgency from certain parts of Mindanao. The immediate success of the group was attributed to Ongkoy, being the leader with insurgencies in Misamis Occidental, Zamboanga del Norte, and Zamboanga del Sur. However, its operations started to diminish. No one thought that the exemplary standing of the ground will turn out differently. The vigilante group, armed with military-issued weapons such as pistols, M16s, and M203 grenade launchers. The group shifted to crime, implicated with robbery and extortion among others. In 1988, the Kuratong Baleleng was disbanded by the military, with its members declared wanted by the government. Unfortunately, the group continued with its illegal activities. Later on, the Kuratong Baleleng splintered into multiple smaller groups across the country. The Elder Parohinog's group continued operating in Ozamis, while brothers Aldong and Nato concentrated on robberies in Metro Manila. Not long after Ongkoy's death, Nato was arrested in Cainta, Rizal. After the capture, Aldong, along with Ricardo, his other siblings surrendered to the authorities. They were charged with assault and robbery, but later on dismissed due to lack of evidence. The three brothers all had government positions afterwards. Nato became a provincial board member of Misamis Occidental in 2001, but was killed a year later by unidentified gunmen. Aldong was elected mayor of Ozamis City four times, while Ricardo became a provincial board member and a councilman. Pair your next podcast listening party with Default Cafe Pub's Drinks and Snacks. Head over to their website, link in the description, and get 5% off for every purchase at Default's homepage. After ordering, make sure to use our coupon code in all caps, no spaces, PH Murder Stories. Mayor Aldong welcomed the arrival of Espinido. The local chief executive said on Christmas Day he welcomed the new police chief so they can work together in fighting illegal drugs and in maintaining peace and order. Little did he know that the poster boy of the controversial war on drugs will send him a surprising gift that he never expected six months later. On July 30, 2017, Espenido's organized team, together with the Criminal Investigation and Detection Group, or CIDG, conducted a simultaneous raid in the residence of the Parohinogs in Ozamis City. The raid resulted in 15 deaths, which included Mayor Aldong, his wife Susan, his brother Octavio Jr., and his sister Mona. Meanwhile, Vice Mayor Nova and her brother Reynaldo Jr., were also caught and transferred to the National Police Headquarters. Cops recovered grenades, ammunition, as well as illegal drugs in the raid. The raiding team also went to Ricardo's residence in Barangay Bagakay, but he was nowhere to be seen. Seized from his home were an assortment of firearms, ammunition, alleged illegal drugs, and drug paraphernalia. 
Police also raided the Parohinog's farmhouse in Barangay Cogon. Aldong is the third mayor under President Duterte's drug list to be killed. Jovi's men knocked out CCTV, claiming it compromised informants, a move even the PNP condemned. Soon after the raids, life retired to the streets of Ozamis City. Kids played outside of their houses. New businesses flourished. Cops felt safer and more respected. President Duterte heaped praise on Espinido, decorating him with a national honor. He tried to fast-track Jovi to a post in Iloilo with a mayor also tagged as a narco-politician. But the police chief was not qualified. This made Iloilo City Mayor Jed Mabilog move out of the country and hide overseas. On the other hand, the PNP bounced Espinido between sleepy assignments in the provinces of Catanduanes and Samar. After his brief stint in Samar, Espinido was recalled to Ozamis City following President Duterte's pronouncement that he wants to bring back his poster boy amid reports that members of the drug-linked Parohinog family were threatening witnesses against them. In October 2018, Judge Edmundo Pintac, the judge handling drugs and firearms cases against the younger Parohinog siblings, was shot in a car by four bike-mounted gunmen who surrounded him. The return prolonged for almost a year. In October 2019, President Duterte dispatched Jovi Espinido to Bacolod City after sacking five police officials due to illegal drug connections. The leader said to his poster boy, quote, Go there, and you are free to kill everybody. Go, start killing them. Unquote. The president has his high expectations over Espinido. However, despite the chief inspector's outstanding performance, he was surprisingly included in the government's notorious list of drug personalities. No one had thought that he would become a victim of a zeal and crooked system of the Philippines. Officials who spoke on condition of anonymity confirmed Espinido's involvement. Espinido's inclusion is a blow to the anti-drug campaign, as he heavily played in the Espinosa and Parohinog cases. In a press conference, he expressed suspicion that an influential politician may be responsible for his inclusion on the reported drugs watch list. He said, it is impossible for another police officer to forward his name because they share the same mission of eliminating illegal drug activities in the country. However, Duterte said Espinido's inclusion on the drugs watch list could be part of a black propaganda against a police official. A couple of days later, he was cleared by his cabaro in the Western Visayas Regional Police Office. This gave a sigh of relief to him, as the clearance was the first step for his removal from the controversial list. Quote, I thank the president for his trust. I don't know him personally, but for him to clear my name is really something. Unquote. After months of being on floating status, 
Jovi has been reassigned to the Eastern Visayas Police. He is currently the Deputy Provincial Director for Operations at Samar Police Provincial Office in Katbalogan City, near Albuera, where he gained his prominence. On the other hand, Kerwin Espinosa is reportedly continuing his illegal drug trade while in the custody of the National Bureau of Investigation, according to Espinido. Meanwhile, Nova Parohinog recently accused her police custodian of alleged sexual assault. Her uncle, Counselor Ricardo Parohinog, died of cardiopulmonary arrest in his detention cell inside the police station in Ozamiz City. Two days later, her aunt Melodia died of cardiogenic shock at the Mayor Hilarion A. Ramiro Sr. Medical Center, also in Ozamiz City. Meanwhile, Jovi Espinido is currently facing six counts of homicide in Ozamiz City Regional Trial Court, together with Executive Master Sergeant Renato Martir and Corporal Sandra Nadayag, after a police raid on July 1, 2017, against the crime syndicate Martillo Gang. Espinido surrendered himself to Acting City Police Chief Major Peter Ryan Revillas after receiving a copy of the warrant. He and the two other officers were able to post bail of 240,000 pesos each, or 40,000 pesos for every count of homicide. What can you say about Jovi Espinido's bloody peril? Would you consider him as one of the good cops involved in President Duterte's controversial war on drugs? Or is he? one of the rogue policemen that had unconsciously promoted police brutality. We'll let you be the verdict on that. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories. If you have case suggestions, please go to our website at phmurderstories.com and fill out the request form at File Your Blotter. This podcast is brought to you by BV Visuals. Did you like this episode? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening in other platforms, kindly send us a review on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. You can also share our podcast to your Instagram and Facebook stories through Spotify. Your support would significantly benefit PH Murder Stories to produce more quality content. We're also inviting you to join our Facebook group, PH Murder Stories The Verdict, and participate in our bi-weekly discourse about true crime, both local and international. This group is a safe space for true crime and mystery fans like us who want to engage in thorough discussions about the subject. See you there, suspects. The verdict is in your hands. See you there. One of the most gruesome murders towards an overseas Filipino worker happened in 2016 when authorities from Kuwait discovered the body of a missing Filipina placed in a freezer at an abandoned apartment. 
the gruesome discovery of her remains sent shockwaves across the OFW community. In 2007, a young mother fighting for custody of her two daughters suddenly disappeared. Two years later, she was found cemented inside a jump dumped in the waters of Navota City, Metro Manila. After a valid testimony of a disgruntled witness who later on recanted his story and became missing up to this date. At midnight of July 18, 2002, a 32-year-old British businessman was found murdered at his apartment in Makati City, Metro Manila. For years, the case would go unsolved while his mother battled to piece together the clues of his death. Want to hear the rest of these sensational true crime stories? Subscribe as a prime suspect at our Patreon page and get one bonus exclusive case every month for only $5. Patreon is a way to join your favorite creators community and pay them for making the stuff you love. You can now pay a few bucks per month or per post that the creator makes. For more updates, please visit our website at phmurderstories.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories, and follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories. <laughs>